The Spin-Off Podcast Network. At Zed, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. And welcome to the very late uh, April episode of On The Rag. Um, Very sorry, it is basically the middle of May. I don't know where we are, what we're doing, but we are back. Um, I'm joined today by Leonie, as always. And we have a new person in the chair. Michelle is jazz-handsing away in New Orleans. New Orleans. Eating a lot of beignets. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we have Alice Nedden. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Welcome. Yeah, get Um, that applause on the mic, please. (laughs) (laughs) It was a golf clap. Um, (laughs) So Alice is half of Boners of the Heart. That's right. uh, Which is... Three quarters of it, I'd say. (laughs) Um, Brutal. Yeah. And for people who don't know who you are or what that podcast is, can yeah. you give us a little little breakdown? Yeah, it's myself and Rose Matafeo, and uh, we pick um, kind of like celebrities each week to objectify, and <laughs> usually they're like slightly um, weirder or sometimes more obscure celebrities who maybe you wouldn't traditionally be like into, mm-hmm. um, or then sometimes they're not. Like, we've done Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> so there is no rhyme or reason to right. the podcast. Yeah. It's hard to, um, it's not hard to explain, but I'm sure it's hard to listen to. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's cool. It's just us, basically, and then it goes off on tangents, and we have fake callers in, and yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good fun. I like it a lot. You fight sometimes, well, which I quite like. It's yes, we do. Antagonistic. I know it exciting. is. <laughs> I mean, we are good friends in real life, but I'd say that our relationship is antagonistic <laughs> for sure. And also, I think, um, I don't know, people fight. Mm, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a fight? They today? are the, the most fun friendships, the ones where you can tell people to fuck up. And mm. Yes, and we're, in, we're really wrong. Te- we're testing that at the moment because she's sleeping in my room while she's here. For the comedy wow. festival, testing those limits. Yeah, in like a little cot next to my bed, like a baby's cot. Well, basically a baby's <laughs> cot. I got it off my two-year-old niece. It's like her trundler bed. And good. Yeah, it's really good. But so far, so good. No mm-hmm. huge uh, bust ups. That's great to know. And you also write a column. Now, how frequent yes. is your column for uh, Sunday Star Times? Fortnightly. Fortnightly. Yeah. yeah. And one of your yeah. most recent ones, yeah. which was, well, they're always good. I'll just oh. say that right now. Oh, you, you were talking shit about yourself off mic. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the most recent one was, why do we make young girls ashamed of their bodies? Kind of going off the Pharmac decision and the recent, all the hubbub that's been happening around periods. Yeah. And you kind of shared some very frank stories about yeah. you know, your journey to your path to womanhood, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As your mum put it. <laughs> My mum put it. Yeah, I, I did. Do you know what? Sometimes I, I write, I don't know if this is like what it's like with you, but sometimes I'll write stuff and then you'd completely forget about what you put in it. And mm. then I'll be surprised. I'll be like, oh, shit, I shared that. But um, <laughs> with this, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I talked about, I think I talked about getting my first period because it was weird because my mum was away. She was, she did a theology degree in, um, at Notre Dame. So she would go for like three month or like two month kind of concentrated periods of time and then come back and sit all the exams. 
And uh, I got my period while she was away and my older brother was looking after me and my dad. And, um, yeah, so that was, like, that was my experience of it. So I think the thing you're talking about was she sent me a animated email. <laughs> Like a great I notice you say that and not e card. Oh, e card. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is this a different strata? I'm still on electronic mail. I don't know. A facsimile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She sent me a fax. Um, and if you uh, flipped the pages really quickly, it was animated. <laughs> Um, yeah, with you're on your path to womanhood. Oh boy, it's really amazing. So, what was the picture of? It was like of like a little girl walking down a path. <laughs> oh, mom. Yeah, because she wearing red. Nice. She had a red cloak or anything. I don't know that she did. I don't know where mum would have got it from. <laughs> I'm sure that that is like the most advanced thing she'd ever done on a computer to yeah. date when mm. she did that. But she was so gutted to miss it. <laughs> like oh. she, because I was her last child. I think she felt of it as like her big moment. And uh, she wasn't there for no. it, you know? Yeah, I know. It's a real shame. Before we share our stories, which is, by the way, what we've decided to do this episode, we're yeah. just going to go all in. If you don't want it, then switch off because there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be a lot of blood happening. Leave, but leave now. Talking of that, shout out to Bomb for sponsoring our podcast. <laughs> Nearly forgot. Young girls, <laughs> if you're about to start your path to womanhood, you need, you need Bond tampons in your life. Organic. New Zealand made, beautiful packaging. Yeah. Sturdy. Mm. Yeah. Have you That's ever seen nice. a Bond tampon box? Are they the white package with the... Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> beautiful long brown recycled paper. Like a cylinder. Okay. Like a cylinder. Case, I have it. Um, great great reu- to reuse as a pencil case. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> They're really cool. I can't wait. Yeah. You got you to check them out. We've got some in the, in the toilet. Oh, good. On your way out. Um, Lots of benefits to using organic tampons as well, mm-hmm. organic cotton tampons. Lots of health no benefits. Nasties. No nasties. And they donate uh, one packet to the Women's Refuge for every packet that you oh, buy. Oh, that's great. So on, on the kind of the note of what we're going to be talking about, keep that in mind next time you're uh, yeah. on your path to womanhood. You believe it. Um... <laughs> How did it happen for you, Leonie? <laughs> my mum was gone too. She oh, was she? on her honeymoon. Oh, wow. My mum got remarried just before I turned like 12. It was like summer or something. And I was staying at my best friend's house. And her mum was like really lovely, like like a mum from a book lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and so it wasn't too bad. But I it was quite early for me because I was like an early developer in all ways. So I was really gutted. I wasn't Aww. like a, yay, this is finally happening. It was like a, holy shit, I'm the first in my class kind of a situation. So I cried for ages, and my friend oh. was like, I don't get why you're crying. Like, isn't this what we're, isn't this what you want? Isn't this what we want? <laughs> isn't this the point <laughs> of everything? And she was like, I think maybe jealous. But I was like, you can be jealous all you want. I don't want it. I want to be a kid <laughs> still. You yeah. can have it. And this is like being thrust upon me against my will. And I was, I was pissed, yeah. actually. But you knew what it was. It wasn't like I'm crying because I'm bleeding out of Yeah, no, body. it wasn't uh, something I didn't know about. My mum was like painfully honest about these things. Yeah. I, I actually really hated talking about <laughs> these things with her because like mum's good at talking about this stuff because she was a nurse, but she would try and be like too casual about it and it would be like talking about it with like your teacher. <laughs> Right. And I just found it really mortifying. And she would, because she was a nurse, she'd use the correct name for things. So she'd say vulva instead of vagina. And I don't know why, but it always made me, like, shrivel <laughs> up inside and die. I mean, vulva is a perfectly normal word now, but I just, as a kid, I was like, don't talk to me again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good on you, Mum. Yeah. Well, I had an, uh, almost no conversation. <gasps> really? At all. Um, I remember when mine... I got mine before a pool party, of all oh, things. Of no, and I was like, ah! Oh. Togs! And I was like, I don't know what to do, so I just didn't do anything. Just let it happen. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, everyone. I shared a pool with that day, but there was <laughs> something happening in the water. <laughs> oh, my God. That's I'm so sharing a lot today that, that I've literally so never told anyone. Funny. Shit, that's funny. I'll, I'll, listen, if this makes you feel better, when I was, like, nine years old, I thought I got my period, and then I had to have my mum, like, check and I just had chafed my thighs. (laughs) I was like, it's happening. She was like, no, your chubby little legs have just created a bunch of friction that your body is fixing. (laughs) 
how much blood? Oh, it wasn't a lot. Like I didn't like because I didn't really know what to expect. Like I, yeah. I had definitely been talked through it, but like even when I got my period, I remember like I called up my sister, being like, "Does it come at night? Like, yeah, do I have to deal with it at night too?" Yeah, and like saying to my friend, um, being like, "I'm sorry, I can't do swimming anymore." Because in my mind, I was like. You've got it forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is your life. Every day. This is your life yeah. Um, I remember I was so mortified when I had it that I was like, honestly, this is like, this is fucked up. <laughs> I used to, like, if there was ever, you know, like, bleed through any stained clothes or underpants, I used to hoard them. <laughs> I used to hoard them and put them in a bucket under the house. Oh, and my pour, God. No, this is like a serial killer. And pour bleach <laughs> yeah. on them. And then just leave them. What for yeah, just forever? See, it goes to show that like, you can have, you can have these conversations with kids, but you've got to be thorough. Mm. You've got to like from mm. beginning to end describe the process and what to do because uh, the getting rid of stuff thing I think is like really under it's huge under addressed <laughs> by parents because mm, I was yeah. really struggled with that as well. It's like because you have to use those massive pads for ages when you first start getting your period because you can't put in a tampon. Mm. Mm. And like the nighttime ones or like the beginning of your period ones like the size of a freaking <laughs> Adidas jumper. It's <laughs> so big. Like you, you, I was sort of told like, you know, don't use toilet paper to wrap them up because it's so expensive. Mm. Yeah. And so here's some newspaper or whatever and it's like and I know it's dumb that my mum had to finish that thought, but she didn't. So I was like, well, now it's wrapped up. What do I do? I can't yeah. I can't put it in the bin because people will see that it's my pad. So I just, like, just had this plastic bag in a drawer yes. full of wrapped you up just... pads <laughs> that my mum found one day and was like, what the hell is this? Just yeah. put them in the bin. I was like, but you never told me to. <laughs> I didn't know. It was like oh, my mum found my bleach bucket. Did she? It was a confronting situation. Oh my <laughs> what did she say? Did she, she was like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. I was like, ah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bleaching everything. <laughs> bleaching my shame. I love that you had like the wherewithal though to get the bleach. And like how did you do it? Did you have yeah. to do it in stages? Like first I'll take the bucket. And then one by one I'll take the underwear down. And then when no one's around, that's when I'll get the bleach. In the dead of the night. In the dead of the night. It's a na- and now when I look back, I'm like, that is the craziest thing I've ever done. But at the time I was like, well, I guess this is what everyone's doing. <laughs> This must be, this must be, right? Oh, no. It's crazy. And my mum was, I think, to be fair, quite, like, upset. Like, I don't know, that, mm. that she hadn't, it hadn't been a, a situation like yeah. that. She did leave just, like, a giant supermarket bag <laughs> with pads in it on my pillow one night, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> that was about the extent of our conversation. Wow. Yeah. I know. And my mum's a hardcore feminist, but she's also Scottish and very prudish. So. Right. right. So would, had she just assumed that school had already told you everything that you needed I to know? I think so. And they may have, but, you know, you never yeah. really take most of health in. Like, you, you want true. it from the home. Yeah. I think there's something weird about health class in that you, like, you don't want to be the kid who's too attentive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, like, That's you're kind true. of got to play it cool, but you don't really know yeah. anything. Yeah. And you also don't want to be the kid who doesn't know something. Mm. Like, oh, God, I remember being taught about, like, ten- I think I, re- like, I remember the time when I realised that where you pee out of and your vagina, those are two yeah. different things. Yeah. Like that blew my mind because she was like, okay, when you've got a tampon in, can you pee? And everyone went, yeah. And I went, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was that confident <laughs> that I was right. Oh I think I was like 10 or something. <laughs> it was too late to learn that. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. Oh my god. Um, do you have any other horror stories? Because there's always like, obviously, when you're first getting used to it, everything just goes wrong and it's a nightmare. Yeah, but I'm okay. still like, I've been dealing with this for over ten years, and there yeah. are still days where I'm like, I am probably covered in blood right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is the. Fe- I still summer. get that fear. Yeah. Whenever you sit down, I get that fear. Even mm. though I know in my rational mind, I'm like, there's a bloody pool under me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm phantom one as well. Yeah. Like, it's just hot. 
Yeah. And you're like, I'm just sitting in liters and liters of my own menstrual blood. And then you stand up and there's nothing there, and it's like yeah. a fucking celebration. <laughs> it's like a second chance at life when that happens. You're like, everything from now on is going to be so good. It's going to be so be much okay. better. Um, I, yeah, it's such a funny thing to do. I remember when I was 16, I did Outward Bound, and um, our watch was 16 girls, and um, someone got their period like on day two, and then it just started a chain reaction, and then everyone Whoa. had their period for like the whole time. That's incredible! Oh, right, and well, like an instant synchronization. I thought that it just happened over time. Well, whatever it was, <laughs> I think it was like the intensity of the experience. And just like all of those, like we were sleeping together, spending all day together, yeah. like mm. con- and you, you couldn't do, you had no distractions. So you were just like bonding the entire time. But I have pictures of like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we were out on the boat for like three days, because there's no cover to change your tampon. So we had like these big like penguin um, weather jackets oh that God. everyone would just like put one on and then like go underneath <laughs> it to do it. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was very, now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so there's no toilet on, a, on one of those boats? On the, well, we was, it was a sailboat. So yeah. it was like a big sailboat for like 16 people that we were like sailing through the sounds is like yeah. one of the things. Yeah, and there's no toilet on it, it's just a bucket. Hardcore, y'all. It's really hardcore. Yeah, but I think it got me over a lot of like the anxiety or embarrassment of it. Yeah, Yeah. she was like thrown into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you would like figure out pretty quickly that bodily functions don't really matter that much in the greater scheme of things. No, and also it was all it was just like all you know girls who were also on the same page just Mm. because like Mm. everyone had their period. Mm. Wow. I would like to know more about synchronization. It's a pretty fascinating phenomenon. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. I read this book. It was actually just called Cunt. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No. <laughs> I wouldn't like, read a book titled that. It's a bit rude. I was like, even not going to say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, she has this whole bit, which is like, it's a bit preachy in parts, like a bit like, uh, be natural, don't use birth control, whatever, it's fine. Um, but she's like, once you get back to like, just being on a natural cycle, this whole thing about like, looking at the lunar calendar yeah. and I still maybe I'm stupid but what what's going on there what's going on between the moon and a period nothing no, no there's, there's something there's something <laughs> is it gravity <laughs> is it it's is definitely it? something because for a while I was definitely Mutant synced with Lord. the full moon mm. So I would, like, be crying, and then I'd look up and see the full moon, and I'd be like, fuck it now. <laughs> start howling out yeah. the window. Yeah. That's basically what it is. I feel like my body is like clockwork. If I'm crying about something that I know in my mind I shouldn't be crying about, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's coming. Yeah. yeah. See, I wish I had that. I still don't. I'm just like, I was saying to Leone before, I, I now know. Well, it's more like my boyfriend can tell me, because I have no idea what day it is or what, you know, time mm. of the month or anything, and... It happens because once a month I'll want to move to a farm. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll start looking and be like, maybe it's time to just go. Maybe yeah. I just need to leave the city and like plant a pumpkin and everything will be fine. And then he's like, hold on, <laughs> think about what time it is. And I was like, two days later, I'm like, hey. <laughs> it all city makes life. Sense. But like, it's crazy. Wow. The PMS that I get is so mm. all encompassing mm, and yeah. blinding that I can't see outside myself. And I'm just like, this is. The end. I have to start a new life. Yeah, which is mental. Yeah, the same though. I reckon. Although lately I've been like, how long does PMS last for? <laughs> <laughs> like, how much time? <laughs> what happens I, when you yeah. had it for three months? Because <laughs> yeah. I genuinely feel I'm like I'm affected by my period three weeks out of the month. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like it's the week before, the totally. week off, the week after. <laughs> you get like two nice days. Yeah, I get, I get two days. Yeah, where I'm a good person. I'm super emotional just all the time, so I've just always yeah. got one foot in the door. Yeah, so maybe like, maybe that's just me as well <laughs> it's really hard to tell if like a, a pms trigger is just like cute dog or mm. or actually i like all animal videos make me cry anyway because i'm a loser but mm. like <laughs> i will know that it's pms related if it's just like two seconds into a video and literally all you've seen is just like a dad and his son they've done <laughs> they've done nothing yet my brain is already filled in the next two minutes of this heartwarming video and I'm just in tears. <laughs> oh, one time I was watching and I don't know why I was doing it, 
but I was watching videos of um, Jim Hickey's last day presenting <laughs> <No>. the news. <laughs> I was just like bawling my eyes. <laughs> <You did. laughs> I was like, That's "This is so moving." <laughs> I stand by it. Yeah, it is moving. But <laughs> just if you want to just something to get it all out, yeah. my go-to for ages was dogs being reunited with um, like military oh, vet- no. veterans. <laughs> no, no, no. Airport. Um, yeah. Airport, uh, oh, no. I get once out. cried at a photo of a volcano that looked like it had a smiley face. <laughs> Like the lava was cracking through, and I was like, "Nature is beautiful." (laughs) (laughs) So it's just cool. It is strange, though. Like I always, I've just been thinking about it so much lately. About like, do you guys ever worry? Like, how much can I trust myself? Like, based on. Like what's because it used to annoy when I was a teenager. My mum, if I was ever in a stroppy mood, would be always be like, "Are you about to get your period?" And it would just like drive me crazy. Yeah. Mm. But I know that she's right because now I'm an adult. I'm like, I know it definitely affects me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and this is I'm what's like, frustrating about that, right? Is like part of me wants to own my PMS and be like, "I'm sorry, guys, I'm yeah. just on my period." And the other part of me is like, "Let me feel it all." The other part of me is like my period won't hold me down. Fuck you all. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it because it's such a also like, oh, you're on your period, ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I am. <laughs> but I can't tell you. Like, but it's I've, a real bind. I've so. really, recently I've taken to just telling people I'm bleeding. <laughs> it's just like, a, I like it. I'm sorry, I'm bleeding. Because yeah. <laughs> my friend started texting me when she would get her period as a joke. And then um, in like the snort thread, which is just like a group of like 13 of us who are all friends. Sometimes I'll just write it in there <laughs> just as like an announcement just throw it so out everyone there. knows I'm going to be a bitch for the next <laughs> month. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it still feels like outside line. of like friend groups and stuff. Yeah. It's not really something you can talk about. And I feel no. like if you were to announce mm. at the workplace. Shit, yeah. I don't know. I don't know especially when, like, I don't know, because you're a comedian, right? And yeah. I mean, I guess you're performing, so. but how does your, like, do you feel like your mood sometimes? Because you have to be, like, on. Yeah. Is sometimes I've said it on stage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, uh, we've got PMS. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As an audience, you fucking yeah. suck. <laughs> Unrelated. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I don't know. I haven't really, I mean, definitely I perform all the time when I would rather not be. Mm. Um, and I don't know how much of that is like hormonal or how much I just actually don't like performing. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard yeah. to know. There are definitely days though where you feel like shit and I, you can tell you're like emotional because of your period and then you just have to go on stage and forget about it. Yeah. But you do pretty much forget about it. I, for ages I used to do these jokes just to test the water. Like it's an interesting topic as a comedian as well. Like a lot of people... I don't know, somehow women got that, like, stereotype that yeah. they talked about their periods all the time. Mm. But I don't know where that came from because I don't remember watching a lot of comedy that was all about your period. Mm. But also... That would have been amazing. Is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It would be, like, fine. Yeah. That shit is funny. And, like... Fuck yeah. The point of comedy is just laughing at shared experiences. Like, male 100%. comedians make jokes about their dicks all the time. I know, mm. And I no know. one's like, oh, male comedians talk about their dicks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've definitely leaned into it more now. Like if there's funny stuff around it, for sure. Just because that stereotype alone just really fucks me off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's bullshit. And then I, for ages, I used to do jokes about how I thought I had alpha ovaries that like people would sink to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the theory about sinking, though, right? Yeah. That you sink to the alpha. Were you yeah, the, the outward bound? The, the yeah, I, yeah, I was the one outward bound. You immediately sink to the alpha female in an effort to ovulate before her. So that, oh, is that also, true? Yeah, I think thing. That's one of the, the theories of, of synchronizing. That's amazing. Um, so that, yeah, if there was a, a man around that might want to impregnate you, that you could you, go, you could oh, be in with a chance as well, not just it. not just Old That's alpha incredible. ovaries over there. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's sorry. really amazing. I did not know about this. Yeah. If anyone out there um, is an actual expert on any of this stuff, yeah. get in touch. <laughs> Hashtag OTR pod. <laughs> Hit us up on Facebook. This has been all speculation, pretty much. I it's said all uneducated. Big stuff about the moon. <laughs> stuff I heard in a bar once. <laughs> um, talking about uneducated, 
Uh, Tom O'Connor. <laughs> Period pain, not a female-only gig. Oh, that's the that was that article. Yeah. Column to to rival yours on the topic, Alice. I would say. Oh, cool. Um, he said, "Loving that internet traffic." <laughs> well, yeah. This was a frustrating thing about this article, and if you haven't read it, it just Google Tom O'Connor and yeah. get ready to die. Because um, it was like I want to share it and be like, "What an idiot!" But I also want to give them any traffic. Yeah. yeah. But I, I ended up caving. I almost I like, wanted to go through a proxy server or something to like not. Is that how yeah, it yeah. Anyway? I don't know. <laughs> I said two uh, words. Go on the, the dark web yeah. to share an article about periods. Yeah. <laughs> the very first part, like the first maybe third of his story, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm like this. Is, this seems fine. It is actually really interesting to read about how periods affect the men in our lives because they don't talk about it. Obviously, they might talk mm. about it with each other. But they don't mm. talk about it with us. Um, so I was like, oh, well, you know, this is a valid point. Like, you know, if you've grown up with a female partner and women in your family, then it has affected you in your life. And I thought he was just going to go on to just be all like super sympathetic and cool. <laughs> it was just like this total like about turn about halfway through where he's just like, mm. you're nothing special. <laughs> Having a period is not an illness. You get nothing. It just spirals. Kittens, yeah. kittens turn into... Dangerous tigress. Oh, gross. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I think, as Michelle pointed out in her counterpiece, I don't think this guy really knows any women. Yeah. <laughs> They're all kittens and tigers. <laughs> I just assumed he was trolling people, to be honest, because the mm. opinion seems so, I don't know, crazy to me mm. that somebody who's never had a period in their life would like, put themselves out there as the expert yeah. on it. Yeah. Although yeah, it's I a just strong said opinion. That, eh? I was like, it's a, such a strong opinion, and it's so dismissive and stupid. Mm, that's the thing. But also, lots of people agree with him. Like, lest we forget. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Like, that's when Michelle true. went on the project and talked about the crazy idea of like having tampons in a boardroom and stuff, and people just freaked out. Did they? Like, even at like kind of a kind of a jokey idea that is actually a great idea, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I think that I there should there be were... tampons available in workplaces, right? I, Just think, so that, um, I think it's a sign of a good workplace if yeah. there is. Yesterday I forgot some and I had to go around the crew asking them and I was like, mm. it'd be so much easier if there was just like a cupboard. Yeah. 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 You know what's the best thing is when like a restaurant has them. Oh, yeah. That's, that's amazing. Crazy. Restaurant bathrooms with like hairspray and tampons. Yeah. yeah it's my favourite. Favourite kind of restaurant bathroom. Yeah. But I'm surprised that people freak out. I have a bunch of um, friends who work at law firms and they have free tampons. That's good. You can just go to a cupboard and get them and I feel like that I should mean, law be. law firms have got a lot of money. They've got so much money. Yeah, too much money. Too much money. In fact, well, at least, <laughs> let's stop at least they're woke enough to spend it on <laughs> hygiene <laughs> products. It's yeah. the right things. Um, yeah, because people are always like, oh, you don't get toilet paper for free. And I'm it's like, not yes, a fit. Yeah. But you do as well. Yeah, like, do. You that's can true. Get, if you wanted to, it's true. You make it make a mint collecting toilet yeah. paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Use any public bathroom. Yeah, that's free. so true. It's a service that your local government mm. provides. Mm. Also, but I just don't think it's a, f- a fair comp- comparison either. Like, it's just one of those things that creates like a fiscal inequality. Yeah. The fact that women have to spend money on this, yeah. mm. um, on these products. It's just crazy to me. It's like, why don't we more heavily subsidize them or just make them freely available to anyone yeah. who wants them? So there's no like stigma attached to, you know, low income people getting their tampons or sanitary yeah. products or whatever they want. I should say sanitary products, because when I wrote that article, the most feedback I got was from moon cup aficionados <laughs> who were upset that I hadn't that I hadn't spoken it's at amazing. length about moon cups. Right. And I was like, fucking hell. I did, this didn't even occur to me. I was like, of course I'm not excluding moon cups from the from the conversation. The dialogue. But one woman messaged me on my Facebook page to be like um, I've got five children and they all use moon cups and I use a moon cup and I run marathons with it and if you if you wanna if you wanna know more about it, please feel free to contact me. I was like, I'm not gonna contact a stranger about yeah. my moon <laughs> cup use. About the moon cup. Yeah, or lack of it. Yeah. I didn't know the moon cup community was so mobile and listen, they are. Uh, they're yeah. organized. <laughs> they've got money behind them. <laughs> and they've got an agenda. <laughs> 
But anyway, so Pharmac turned it down, right? Mm. So they said our scope uh, does not fall within Pharmac's scope because it does not show a link to therapeutic benefits related to a health need. And I find that confusing because it's mm. got... It's, um, is it because it's like, oh, I don't know if this is true, but just from that, is it almost like it's not a solution to, uh, it's not fixing a problem? Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's just like accommodating that thing. Like it's not giving you pain relief. It's not bringing it into your cold or whatever. It's mm. something you would need. Re- like it's never going to abate you having your period. You're just going to need it every time. Mm. There's no, I don't know. I mean, I think it's bullshit. I think they should, I don't know if Pharmac is the right institute for it, but I think the government certainly should be. Yeah, I mean, maybe exactly. Maybe it was too easy for Pharmac to say, well, I can't tick this box, this box, or this box. Right, exactly. we're saying Mm. no to this. Mm. Um, In which case, someone else needs to freaking step in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's their remit, then that's their remit. I, I agree that it's bullshit and, like, you, like you said, there's no comparison. Like, all yeah. comparisons are shit comparisons because there's nothing to compare it to. Yeah. And that's what's really frustrating is because it only affects half of us. The other half don't understand what mm. it is because they don't have a comparative experience. But how mental is it that something can affect half of the population yeah. Yeah. and still not be addressed? And, like, statistics, like, like... You know, women, young women not going to school because they can't afford sanitary products and that's the embarrassment disgusting. and the stigma of yeah. it all. It's just like, surely that's a health issue. I mean, mm, that's an yeah. education issue. Yeah. But, like, that's yeah. an intersection mm. of, like, those two very important aspects of life yeah. growing up. Who and funds, like, condoms and... Well, someone in the office... <laughs> I haven't done any research. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard someone in the office say that Pharmac bloody fund chocolate-flavoured condoms. Now, I don't know if that's true. But yeah, if they're definitely subsidised condoms, don't they? Because if you go well, to a yeah. family planning centre or whatever, you come away with a thousand condoms. Mm. I guess so what like, is that? The predict- STIs and stuff, they say. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Couldn't you say that like, if, if you had a period and you weren't using appropriate hygiene products for it, you might be at risk of, mm. you know. I yeah, know, sure. Grossing shop. people out. Grossing <laughs> <laughs> Which is a risk to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like this kind of conversation and the conversations like we've been having, conversations that people have in private (laughs) about periods and stuff, it's all going to help. I feel like in 10 years' time, we'll look back on this and be like, that was crazy. We'll have free tampons raining down the skies. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's not Pharmax. What a wonderful world that will be. Can't wait. Can't wait. (laughs) And mothers, when you're having that conversation, and fathers, Mm. with your daughters, remember to be really specific about what to do with the used ones. Yeah. Because it turns out a lot of us Mm. weren't sharing our stories about how incompetent we were as children and not knowing how to dispose of things properly. Got to spell it out. Well, also, to tell, be perfectly honest, until recently I've been flushing tampons down the toilet. Mm. Because I thought that's what everyone did. And someone was, like, putting them in the bin. And I was like, who is this monster? (laughs) (laughs) And then, then, yeah, and then I was talking about it with my friends. And they were like, oh, no, we all put them in the bin. We wrap them up and put them in the bin. And I was like, oh, okay. For ages I thought that it was just fine to flush them down the toilet. Mm. My friend flushed a pad down the toilet. Oh, that's crazy. That doesn't work. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) She was young, though. We were, like, 14. It was in her own house, though, and she blamed it on her friend, <laughs> which I thought was cool. <laughs> was like, not me. It's so good. <laughs> um, but just another thing, where do sanitary bins go? What happens to what that? What happens to tampons when they die? Shit, I, don't I don't know. Is there just like a giant, like me with my bleach bucket? Like yeah, a huge there is. There's a giant bleach bucket <laughs> under the city. Yeah. <laughs> what happens to any toxic waste, I guess? Do they get burned mm. off? I mean, uh, I, I just it's don't treated know. and I actually don't know what happens. Because the way. people come s- up with their little, with the hats and the outfits and they take them away. <laughs> they put them in a, <laughs> yeah. like, their van. They can't just be burning it all because you're not allowed to do that to rubbish. No, but you can't keep it. Or is that how, like, you know, those, like, fat bergs in the sewers? 
Or is that from flushing? You know, when like all the tissues and tampons and oh, things yeah. stick oh, together God. and make one of those giant <laughs> monster a little things. Bit thinking about that. <laughs> That's so gross. I once went to a water treatment plant and I felt that it was one of the more disgusting things <laughs> I'd seen. Why did you go there? I used to work for water care. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Like the plants were, well, I should, I should say they're well kept. <laughs> they're well maintained. Just like the concept of like, um, like cleaning the sewage water was mm. a tr- truly revolting yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, you know, have to like bring it in and like fish out all of the stuff that's gross uh-huh. and then treat it and then pump it back into the, into the ocean as I understand oh it. But from that, I still thought it was fine to flush tampons down the toilet. So I was like, oh, they'll just fish them out here. Got <laughs> <laughs> to give them something to do. <laughs> yeah. And you have to be especially careful if you live in like an old villa. Right, as yeah. Because well, the pipes are all crappy and then you get, that's how you get blockages, speaking from experience. Yeah. And an all-female oh, flat and a pipe oh, disruption no. and a, an actual tsunami of shit down <laughs> all down the side of our house oh no oh, my it was god so bad and they were like look it's because you've got a cracked pipe but also there was like a million tampons in there <gasps> <laughs> oh this is terrible oh my god yeah drama. what do you do if there's no bin flush it down the toilet <laughs> flush it good to know or, it's a water care's problem now. <laughs> yeah, it's water care's problem now. I have like when I've been camping and stuff, I keep them in like a little, um, like a little, uh, like a little toiletry bag. Oh yeah. And then I take them home. Most <laughs> of them. I Can you not chuck them down a long drop? Or are we you're talking about camping uh, without? Yeah, you know, like, any, yeah, like, like yeah, mm. yeah. It's been a long time since I've done that, but yeah. I do remember coming home with just like a bag full of pads. <laughs> <laughs> It's like smuggling drugs or something. Yeah. It's like smuggling drugs. Ever. God, I was See, so Tom, ashamed of it. This is the shit we have to deal with, Tom. Exactly, yeah. Tom O'Connor. And I have like a niece who's like 11 or 12, and now she's just like, oh no, she can't be 12. She must be 11. And she's just learning about it. And oh. I try to talk to her about it to be like, like I've driven, you know, when I'm driving her and she like opened my glove box and there were tampons in there. And she was like, oh, disgusting. And I was like, <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you don't need to like, do you want to like take one and look at it? <laughs> and she was like, no, no. And she was like fumbling with it, trying to shut the glove box because she was in like such a panic yeah. about what she'd been confronted with. How fascinating was the little pamphlet that came in tampon boxes. Oh my God. With the like the yeah. section of the lady the thing going in. Yeah, it's so confusing. Yeah. I'm still because one of the diagrams is where you put like one leg up on a shelf. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who's ever in a bathroom where you're like, there's the perfect shelf <laughs> to put my foot up on? Yeah. In this scenario, yeah. all I'm doing is breaking the toilet lid. Yeah, yeah. And they always paint it out as if like inserting a tampon is like this beautiful experience you've got all the time in the world for. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, she's like, always fully naked. <laughs> yeah, fully naked and tall and slim yeah, as well. Yeah, so exactly. Battling with thighs that touch. <laughs> yeah, she's fully oh naked. So it's like, go into your work bathroom and take off all your clothes. <laughs> Let your hair down. Yeah. Light, a Light a candle. Find the nearest shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even thought about how she's naked before. Me. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. I really. Oh. The thing about it is that the best, the best way to find out how to do it would legitimately just be to watch someone do it. But like, when mm. are you ever going to get mm. the opportunity to do mm. that? Like, and would you ever want to? Like, it's quite a confronting. Thing. Yeah. yeah confronting thing yeah. to see. I think actually that is probably the thing that I got the most out of from health classes, not that our health teacher showed us explicitly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, there was an inquiry into that. No, uh, but she did even just sort of talk about like what angle you should hold it on and that you should sort of point it back and yeah to the oh, back to rather than backbone. straight up. Oh and Like stuff like that. And I remember taking that away and actually like using it and I, mm. I my mum didn't like tell me stuff that practical she was just like yeah. this is what it'll be and this is what you use but like actually having someone tell you like you know 
get your finger all the way up there, <laughs> yeah. point it in this direction. <laughs> yeah. it's like, all that stuff's it's useful. Crazy. It's really yeah. useful. My teacher just picked up a tampon and went like this and dropped into a glass of water and went, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and the tampon just like swelled. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. What's happening? So they're just tiny brains that are just sitting there processing yeah. a tampon turn into the size of a coffee mug <laughs> inside yeah. of you. Yeah. It's like in The Simpsons and the marshmallow no. like swells <laughs> into the hot chocolate. <laughs> it's like, no, my body. Not helpful. Yeah. You really have to start from nothing if you're explaining it mm. to someone. Like, yeah. I almost feel like there's too much emphasis on like what's ha- happening about like your, your <laughs> and like wall shedding and like, like yeah. all of that stuff like that's the medical side of it which is important but it is the practical day to day dealing with it mm. I've also almost so much more relevant forgotten Same. all of the medical explanation mm. yeah mm. yeah like I can't even conceive in my brain right now what it all looks like down there as well, like where the ovaries go in relation to the rest of it. Are they above it? No, they're to the side. No, you've definitely come to the right people for this podcast, everyone listening. Um, yeah. We should probably wrap up. I'm just looking at the time, but we haven't done any of our normal things. Do oh, we have sorry. time to quickly we go through our segments? Periods. I honestly, mm, it's cracking me up. Cool tips. Do anyone have any cool tips from the month that you've picked up to share with My anyone? My cool tip is kind of gross, but practical. <laughs> I've started going to the gym a lot, which means using gym showers a lot. Yeah. Which means having itchy feet, which Ooh. is like something I didn't realise was actually a thing, itchy but it's actually a thing. Like athlete's foot oh. from using communal showers. <gasps> and so there's like a thousand powders and creams and stuff you can buy, like antifungal things you can buy from the supermarket. But actually, soaking your feet in like half water, half vinegar, because bacteria can't live in vinegar in like acidic uh, environments, Whoa. just cured it. That's wow. right. So yeah, cool. don't bother buying the creams. Just chuck some vinegar into a bucket. That's awesome. Yeah. Like Gross, but you know, helpful. I like when we eat those kind of like old wivesy things, yeah. and they actually work. I yeah. use vinegar to get rid of a. Uh, Soap scum, <laughs> not <laughs> the same, but <laughs> beautiful, yeah. beautiful white tiles. Yeah. What about you, Alice? Do you have any um, life cool hacks? tips? Yeah, I've recently discovered that a cooked chicken is about the same price as an uncooked chicken. So oh. save yourself the hassle of cooking a chicken <laughs> and, and just pick one up already cooked. That's actually a great tip. I, I legitimately at about 10.30 last night, I bought a roast chicken <laughs> and then I smoked some weed and I ate heaps of it. Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> it was so dark. That was actually my favourite food growing up was just a roast chicken. And so I yeah. actually made my parents stop giving me Easter eggs at Easter time <laughs> and instead I would get a whole chicken. roast chicken <laughs> that was just mine. No chocolates. Just oh, I like that because I'm not really a sweet person either. I yeah. love savoury foods. Yeah. And I was just, just like munching on that thing all Easter weekend. Yeah, beautiful. Oh yeah, that's so nice. Yeah. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Would um, you though pass off your rotisserie chicken as one that you roasted yourself for no. like a Sunday roast? I wouldn't just because. But would you buy a rotisserie chicken to present for a Sunday? Oh, roast? for sure. <laughs> I would for sure. Um, but the other thing is now you can buy like chickens in those like oven bags, and then you just put yeah. them in, there and they're like pre herbed and stuff. Yeah. I again the, the, <laughs> the other night, Rose and I, <laughs> I put a chicken in the oven, but then I made a different dinner, and then I got high, and then I was like, "There's a chicken in there." <laughs> And then we were both just stoned eating this chicken out of a oh fucking God. oven tray like animals. Like, uh, it's twice this week. Know, as far I'm as this is so much chicken. Eating roast chicken. As far yeah. as snacks go, that's 100% paleo. So Yeah, that's true. I think that in my mind I'm like, this is all protein. <laughs> it's all diet. protein. <laughs> um... I have nothing to top that. I've talked about my peeling feet a lot on a different <laughs> podcast on The Real Pod. I've been, my feet have been peeling for about two or three weeks now. Uh, no tips, really. If you're going to use a baby foot, foot peel or anything like it, I would just say resist the urge to peel beyond the borders. <laughs> and you'll know what that means when you do it because it is painful. Oh. But it's also incredibly addictive. I have a lot of tiny skin piles all through my house. <laughs> I'm in a lot of trouble at home. I've had to do a lot of vacuuming. <laughs> but oh my, my feet look mwah, beautiful. Like a babies. Absolutely. Same size and everything. <laughs> um, <It's a> <laughs> I went down three shoot sizes. It's beautiful. It's quite a funny sketch I did. Just a normal human sized person with baby feet. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
Any book, any books or TV shows or movies you want to recommend before we go? I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale. It's really good, but really intense and. And isn't it kind crazy that prepare. Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist? Yeah, she's actually yeah. in a cult. It yeah, me it's crazy. Prevented me from watching the show so far. Really? Yeah. Oh man, wow. get my head around it. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. I will yeah. definitely watch it. Yeah. Um, I've just been watching season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, oh me too. Cool. And it's everything. It's such a good season. And Valentina is just like everything to me. Beautiful. Yeah, she's amazing. Mm. Mm. Love RuPaul's Because I feel like I started watching it because you talked about it on the podcast once. Right. You're talking about RuPaul. And fuck, he's just the smartest man. He's amazing. Like all the interviews with him and stuff and all the things he says about, like you were talking about, yeah. uh, appropriating gay culture and all that stuff. And he's like... Fuck it, you can take it. We've got shitloads. Like, yeah. going? We're fine. And we'll do it better than but you. But we will forever. call you out on your shit <laughs> yeah. when you, you know, pretend to have, invo- like, invented voguing or whatever. Yeah, like, and stuff like even, like, lip sync, like, yeah. taking lip sync battle Turn and, like, that being on, like, show. late night shows. And yeah. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that show's just real good. Oh, actually, um, tangent, he is also a small character in um, Girlboss. Girlboss. Have you watched that? Yeah, I don't really like it. Yeah. I watched all of it. Did you watch the whole thing? I watched, just... I think, maybe five episodes. Right. Five episodes. I watched the whole season last weekend, and, like, <laughs> the first couple of episodes, just, like, her, like, white privilege tantrums that she had every episode just, like, really started to fuck me off. Yeah. But, like, all of the characters around her, I thought, were really cool and really well written, so I just kept watching it. Mm. And I think overall, I actually quite enjoyed it, and I'd quite like to watch the next season. Oh, cool! But she needs to stop having fucking tantrums about like you know just really dumb shit that doesn't matter because it's really frustrating to watch. Mm, mm. Is the girl who that's based on? Is she, she's not white, is she? Uh, Sophia. I think so. Oh, is she? I don't yeah. Know. I was going to say that would be a weird casting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she's Kenyan. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hollywood again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's tricks. Oh man. Uh, the thing I watched most recently was um, Big Little Lies and then um, 13 Reasons Why, oh, which I know yeah. everyone has got their opinions yeah, on rightfully. So, yeah, I think they're probably all right. Mm. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> but I still watched it. <laughs> and did you enjoy it? You like uh, I, I can't tell, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> I kept That's watching good. it because I thought, um, I don't want to spoil it, but. Because I thought she wasn't dead. I thought there would be like some twist, yeah. but right. there's no twist. It's definitely just like this <laughs> glorification of suicide. Yeah, I stopped watching it because it was just taking too long. Listen it's to all the tapes in one go. Yes, that's also very annoying. That's Who what would ever do me. that? Um, yeah, that's crazy. Is it 13 episodes long? Yeah, but they're yeah. like 57 minutes. That's a lot. It's so long. It's yeah. just crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. If I could take it back, <laughs> I would. I'm a uh, Yeah. Um, a shout out as well to the Equalize, my vocal stuff that's happening this weekend. We're going to try and get this up real fast. <laughs> so if you're listening to this just after we've uploaded it, Leonie's doing a panel in about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> get in now. It's at so Samoa House Samoa on K Road. And there's also stuff tomorrow and like a gig, I think, tomorrow night. Yeah, there's a party at Whammy Bar to celebrate. There's a second. Panel corridor tomorrow afternoon at Samoa House, and both panels are a combination of um, women and non-binary people um, having a really uh, frank conversation about um, being diverse in the music industry. Cool, mm. it's going to be really so good. Lots of cool musicians, there's DJs, and then yeah, there's a big party tomorrow night at Whammy. And if you want to read. The rest, I mean, Coco's been doing so much. Yeah, uh, so it's all been curated and, and organised by Coco Solid. And so there's a Facebook page, Equalise My Vocals. She's done lots of really cool interviews um, with people as well. Um, and, yeah, lots of really great conversations coming out of her of her brainchild to do mm, this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that's it, I think. Yes, Queens, for the month. Oh, shit, shit, shit. Oh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a yes, Queen. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Do you have anybody? I just want to give a shout out to uh, Eleanor Bishop, who wrote the play Boys that I oh, saw. Oh, yeah, I heard good thing. It was incredible. Uh, her and I think Julia Croft directed it, and it was in the kind of youth sec- uh, 
festival of ATC and it was like this amazing reimagining of Foreskin's Lament which I haven't actually seen and I don't know anything about <laughs> but I know the title yeah. and it's kind of uh, about New Zealand masculinity deconstructed and updated with women shockingly this time and um, really good I really hope they bring it back and if mm. they do you should go and see it cool so, yeah that's kind of my shout out um, my shout out um, is just I guess it's just like what I remember, but I read this really amazing story by this Guardian writer called Marina Hyde this morning, um, just <laughs> totally owning this GQ cover feature on Brad Pitt, um, oh, yeah. where he's taken out <laughs> to the desert and into a cave, and he's had all of these really um, like uh, Tumblr photo, this Tumblr photo shoot done of him, <laughs> and uh, the whole uh, story tries to frame him as this like. Um, Samuel Beckett heroine um, and then this woman um, Marina Hyde for The Guardian just absolutely destroys <laughs> both the writer and the photographer but not Brad because she feels bad for him because he's currently like totally emaciated and obviously having yeah. a tough time post-divorce and so she feels like he's been taken advantage of by GQ because it's like he's basically crying and in the fetal position in a lot of the photos <gasps> oh. but then it's got these like tags about who he's wearing in all of them <laughs> It's oh my God. hella weird and exploitative if you can, you know, exploit a, a billionaire hearts rob. But, um, yeah, it's really great. And her, her the piece that she's written is just... Mwah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I saw a headline. I don't know who it was, but they had been like, Brad Pitt does his own Beyonce's Lemonade. Yes. Oh, Everyone yes. was like, oh, you really want to say yeah, that? Don't. <laughs> yeah. Why would you? No. 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 <laughs> Shit. Um, okay. Anything else you want to say before we go? Oh, yeah. Can I plug my show? Yes. That's what we want to do. If it's going to, if this is before the show. It will. 16th to 20th of May at the basement studio, 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah. There are tickets. Oh, boy. There are tickets still available. <laughs> is your show have a name other than just yes, your it's name? it's called Self-Titled. <laughs> Debut <laughs> self-titled album from Alice Neelan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all going to be about me. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. And periods, we presume. And periods. Yeah. Okay. I think I do have a period joke in there, so yes. come for that. Excellent. And um, leave after that. Leave after that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leave during all my misogynist content. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And thank you very much, Alice, for Thanks coming for along me. last minute. I know your back's out and you're very busy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was late. <laughs> you can tell them I was horrifically late. <laughs> and mad for recording. And thank you to Bon for sticking with us through all of this content. <laughs> supporting us we love talking, you bon. rambling and laughing go support bon and make sure you subscribe to us if you're not already and pass it on to a, a friendly old mate who might like us yeah. you know someone who's not listening yeah oh and i should say boners of the heart listen to that too and boners of the heart yeah yeah sorry I no no to do that yeah of course very funny. very funny these are the only two good. podcasts you should listen to. Yeah, exactly. On the rag and boners of the heart. <laughs> Those two things combined, you yeah. don't need any other information <laughs> from anywhere else. They may bring on your period. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we'll uh, chat to you next week. I mean, next month. <laughs> I fucked it up. Bye. Bye. <laughs>